wildly dramatic podcast segment called Football Fridays. If you guys are sitting there and don't know who us three are or what the mildly dramatic podcast really is, I'm here to explain that for you for just a little bit. So first off, the mildly dramatic podcast is hosted by me, Brennan Lindsay, and Kenneth Artist Jr. Tell them hi, Kenny. What's up? So we just released our first episode last Sunday night, and uh, it's really just about kind of an introduction to us and some some stories that made me sound more or less like like a not so great person, but that's okay. We'll uh, get through that. Yeah, we will. And so that's available on Spotify, right? Just search Mildly Dramatic Podcast. Yeah. Okay. And then it should be on Apple probably at some point next week. That's just a big, big yeah. right now. But Don't it'll get me started. It'll and so we're going to kind of do a little spinoff of our podcast, which is going to kind of be a more general, just kind of, uh, kind of our lives and what we're going through. But every Friday we're going to try and do what's called Football Friday. So we're going to pick five college games and five NFL games and – pick the spreads and the over-unders and just kind of hopefully give you guys some winners, but I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, so I'm joined today. My name is Brennan Lindsay. I'm joined today by Kenneth Artis Jr., who is my co-host. For sure, for sure. And Romello Williams. What's up, y'all? What it do. Okay, so <coughs> let's start it. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So, let me get my sheet here. Hopefully, I don't have any more typos on my sheet. Yeah, we're done with those. <laughs> All right. So, we're going to start off with college. We're going to have five college games. So, our first college game is the University of Cincinnati versus Memphis. This is a noon start time. So the spread is UC minus six and a half, and the over-under is at 55 and a half. I'm going to start with you, Kenny. Yeah, um, being from Cincinnati, you know I'm taking my boys. Um, even to cover the spread, because last week I didn't understand how <clears throat> UC is set as an underdog against SMU. That didn't make a ton of sense that to me. Was, that's just straight yeah. up. That's yeah. disrespect. That's disrespect. To a team to start off and look as good as they did to be an underdog even ranked above SMU at nine <clears throat> when SMU 16 to be set as the underdog. That was just disrespect. But yeah, I'm going to go ahead. I'll take UC. I'll take that six and a half. I'll eat that up. I don't think SMU's defense can handle Ritter and UC's offense. And then UC's defense as well has been lights out all year. So yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take UC six and a half. Um, the over under is tough. Um, for college, you, like I just always seem to want to take the over. Anything under 60, I just want to eat it up. So um, just because it's college football, there's going to be scoring. Even if the defenses are top tier, <clears throat> there's going to be scoring. So I'll take the over there. I think 55 is solid. Um, I think UC can put up 30 points with no problem. So I got 35-21 UC. Uh and the over. Gotcha. All right, Mo. Uh, UC's been playing lights out lately. Um, that six and a half, I think they win this game by at least 14 points. Uh, to me, UC has the 
best, maybe second best at the least uh, secondary. I think they destroy Memphis. Uh, just a side note, uh, UC beat SMU 42 to 13. Memphis's only loss is to SMU. Uh, they lost to SMU 30 to 27. I don't even think it's close. Uh, but yeah. I don't have them. Yeah, I don't have them hitting the uh, over though. I think they win this uh, 30 to 10. Okay. Um. Yeah, I ha- I have to agree with you guys. UC for sure minus six and a half. I'm actually really surprised that that's that low. Do you guys know? Yeah, why UC's that's getting that low? a ton of disrespect. Yeah, I- I'm not sure why <clears throat> that's less than it, a touchdown. I think it's just because uh, UC's been so overlooked already this year. Plus, past years they don't understand that our coach, uh, Luke Bickle, is a dog when when it yeah. comes to recruiting. So. Uh, he's been building this program. Hopefully, he stays with UC because if he, if he, because I think he'll be the the hot new coach coming for one of these bigger programs. Especially if yeah, they finish sure. top ten at the end of the season, for sure. And especially if they don't get into a power, if there's no real sign of them getting into a power five, I think for a team that is expected to be the best outside of the power fives to get this kind of disrespect as far as the spread goes, this often is just strange to me. But this uh, is every week, though. This isn't just the. That's what I mean. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Can, can I say something? Go UC, ahead. if UC's in the eight, um, the ACC, they're the second best team in the ACC, and it's not even close. Yeah. So, it be it would be Clemson, UC, and we'd be talking about Clemson. We were talking about UC in a whole different light. I think if they were in the ACC. Right. Yep. And it's not like they're playing worse teams than the ACC, because if you take SMU out of the the American and put them in the ACC, you're still looking at a top five team in the yeah, SEC, yeah. the sure. ACC. So I don't understand. Yeah, I just don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me. Yep. <sighs> yeah, it doesn't make all sense. Right. So I have UC minus six and a half. That's a consensus, all of us. And then I'm going to have to go with Kenny with the over 55 and a half. I think it ends up 38-21. Perfect. Um, so do we consider UC by six and a half a lock? Three for three. Are we going to say the magic word? I'll start. Lock. Lock it in. (laughs) Throw that as a lock. Yep. Bet your wife on it. (laughs) Bet your your wife on it. it. Not your life, your wife. Yeah. All right. Anything else? You guys good? No, it was game two. Okay. Uh, game two is the LSU Tigers versus Uh-oh, the Mo. Auburn Tigers. Yeah, Mo, you going first. Tigers. Mo, you going first. Talk about yep, your boys. This is a, this a 3.30 kickoff. LSU is minus three, and the over-under is 65.5. Mo, let him hear it. All right. So I've been a LSU fan since All 2006. Life. All my life, right? So <clears throat> what I think is going on right now is <sighs> – God is just punishing me for having too much of a fun time last year. So, <laughs> LSU, we all know, won the championship last year. They're the very first since I think it's like 1980. Oh, God. We didn't two. ask for LSU's oh. history. Bro, Jeez. no, listen, listen, listen. We got listen. one. They're two and two. Why are we going into their listen. history? Bro, because <sighs> it's sad. All right. So, they're the first team since 1980 to be unranked after winning a national championship. They're the first team ever. So it's not going good for us. But last year, or last week, 
Uh, we get a dominating win over South Carolina. They're a very good team. Um, LSU versus Auburn. I don't really think it's going to be close. Bo Nix is not a good quarterback. Uh, he looked really good his freshman year, but I don't think he's going to be – I don't think he'll do good uh, against LSU. He didn't play good last week either. Uh, TJ Finley, he looked good, our true freshman quarterback, until Miles Brennan comes back. Uh, we have Terrence Marshall. Looks like he's going to be a first-round uh, wide receiver. Um, his He's not – he hasn't scored less than two touchdowns. Our wide receiver hasn't scored less than two touchdowns all season. I think uh, you smash that uh, minus three for LSU. I think we win uh, 34 to 21. And I, uh, so obviously that doesn't have me hitting uh, the over. Uh, I just don't see all for yeah, the under. Um, so I think uh, Auburn just can't put up that many points. So you got minus, you got the LSU minus three minus and the three under? And the under. Yep. Yeah, minus three and the under. <clears throat> I, again, I'm going to agree with you with the minus three. Um, I watched that Auburn-South Carolina game two weeks Brutal. ago. Brutal. Oh, my God. I've never seen. Ew. That's just yeah. the only thing I can say. Ew. But LSU's defense hasn't been as good as um, South Carolina's even this year outside of their LSU-South Carolina game last week. Um, so I definitely see the over slamming home. Um, I'm going to take LSU minus three for sure. And then I'm going to say 45-35 LSU. Um, so I think that over slam, these are not, these are not like uh, South Carolina's defense has been better so far this year than LSU's. But that these two defenses are terrible, um, and you got two really, you got two really explosive offenses that going against two bad defenses. I think that's Big 12 football in the making. So I got uh, LSU minus three and the over slamming home 45-35. Okay. Um. Yeah, I have to agree with you guys. I would rather have my mother play quarterback than Bo Nix. I despise I that, that man. Um, he's lost me so much money so far, and I, <laughs> yeah, I hope that he loses scholarship. Um, but that's besides the point. Uh, so Damn. that's another consensus, LSU minus three. And oh. then I have to agree with my my guy Mo, the under. Um, Auburn is not going to score more than 21 points in this game, and I don't think that it's going to be that high scoring. I think it's going to be 24 to 21 or, I'm sorry, 28-21 to 21 LSU. Yeah, I just don't see Auburn being able to throw the ball. Uh, they can't. They, got, have, they can't. Yeah. It's physically impossible. Yeah, we got Derek Stingley. He's uh, he's going to be a number one uh, overall corner coming out when he goes to the draft. Then we got Eli Ricks, Elias Ricks, and he's he had, he leads the nation in, or he leads the league in, or SEC in um, interceptions. So he's had an interception all three, uh, all the, all every single game this year. I don't see them being able to throw the ball, but our run defense is just horrible. So Did you I guys just watched the uh, Auburn who and Georgia game. Did you guys watch that game? No. So I watched the first three quarters of that game, and Bo Nix was under a hundred passing yards in three quarters. I don't understand how that's possible in a college football game. And they were throwing, they were behind by 28 points. So they were throwing every single time that they snapped the ball. And he, right. he, he can't do it. I'll, I'll stop. I won't. 
track that on. This man uh, hot. He's about, to, about he's about to get heated. Yeah, I just think I just think those two defenses, they're just not great. From defensive line, middle linebacker, outside linebackers, there's just not much there. Outside of the DBs, you're just not looking at a lot of talent. And I hear that, but I don't think that even with that, I don't think that Bo Nix can put points on the board. And I think that it's true freshman quarterback. I just don't see them going over 65 and a half. It could happen, but I just don't see it. All right, anything else? Uh, I think we have to say our magic word. LSU is minus three. It is a lock. Lock. That's two. That's, that's, that's two, two locks, yeah. which is such dangerous territory. Are I think we need to tell people. Yeah, I think we need to tell people. Yeah, yeah, parlay all of these. Um, if we say lock, parlay it. It's for sure happening. Yep. Pretty sure that's how our locks work. Uh, I think it's the exact opposite, but that's it, okay. It, I wish right, I well. saw my pockets work. <laughs> <laughs> because, uh... Oh, man. Damn. Anything else? We good on that? No, we're good on that one. Well? I'm good on that, too. Okay. All right, game three. Texas versus Oklahoma State, 4 p.m. There we go. Oh. So there I screwed this, and I, I thought Texas was a favorite for some reason. That was my bad. Um, so it's actually Oklahoma State minus three and a half, and the over/under is fifty-eight and a half. Kenny, hook them. Sorry, hook them. Hook them all day. I want. I'm. I'm taking Texas to eat that up. Wow. We're talking Big Twelve football, so I don't even know why we have to even talk about the over and under. The over will slam home. I got this one, forty-eight thirty-one, Texas. Can I get that score one more time? Forty-eight thirty-one. Texas. Texas. I believe in scored 48. Sam Ellinger hasn't season? scored 48 points yes. in three years at Texas. What do you mean? I think you guys need to go take a look at Texas versus Texas Tech when he scored 15 points in four minutes. It happened. Yeah. Stop it. Oh, you're up. I'm I'm tired of listening to him. 48 31 so, Texas. <laughs> Texas versus Oklahoma State. Uh yep. I got Oklahoma winning this. Um they're number six for a reason. That defense is highly underrated. I know we're talking about Big 12, but... There isn't a single defense out there in the Big 12. But their defense, highly underrated. Um, their offense uh, is is chugging along just fine under Chuba Hubbard. He uh, has He's only been held under 100 yards one time all year, and that was 93 yards, so he's almost there. Uh, dude's a tank, so... I'm going Oklahoma State. I don't think it's close. I think it's um I think they score 30, 38 points on Texas. I think Texas only gets the twenty-four. So uh but I do but I do have the over on that. I think Big Twelve football is still not SEC defense. The fact that I'm agreeing with Mo makes me kinda nervous. But I also have to go with Oklahoma State. I, I love Chuba all <laughs> All day. This he's a stud. I mean, he's bottom line, he's a stud. Um, Texas is Texas is not back, bro. Every year no. people are like, Texas is back. Texas is back. They've been saying that for since Vince Young was there. They are not back. Yeah, I I completely agree. You had the over, right, Tumo? Yep. Okay. Yeah, that's that's definitely a lot. Um, I see. There's always that one weird game, and I actually think that this may. I think Texas may score a late touchdown, and I think this may go into overtime. Just, just a weird, a weird game. 
But oh, so I, you mean okay. like Texas Tech when they scored more than 48 points like you guys accused my man Sam of never doing? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. What would you say? Oklahoma State wins this. They cover this spread and the over hits. 58 and a half is low for a, for a uh, Big 12 game. I don't understand yeah. why it's 58 and a half and why this LSU game is 65 and a half. I, I, don't, I don't know. But Those defenses are bad. bad. They're really bad. But I think we have to say our magic word again. The over, the over. is a lock. Lock. So that's Slam three. Bet your wife on it. Right. Can we get that on a t-shirt? I like that. We can get that on a t-shirt and I a like pair that. of draws. Oh, I like that. All right, we good on that? We're good on that yep. one. All right. Hook them. No. So number four. I just I thought that this was an interesting an interesting line, not really the over under, but an interesting line. So we have the Alabama Crimson Tide versus the Mississippi State, and this is a 7 p.m. kickoff. Uh, the spread is kind of crazy. It's uh, Alabama minus 31, and the over under is 63 and a half. Uh, Mo, we'll start with you. 31 points is a lot, okay? But let me hit you with this fact right now. Mississippi State has only scored more than 14 points one time this whole season. Okay? Was that last week? No, it was the first. It was week one against my LSU Tigers when we lost. Okay, but let's not bring that up. Against they scored who? 44, and they scored 44 points week week one. I don't know against what team, and uh, <laughs> but they only Mississippi State only scored two points against Kentucky. Uh, like I said, they only scored 14 points, uh, less than 14 points all season. So um, I think you slam the you slam this on Bama, as crazy as it sounds, uh, even if they don't have Jalen Waddle. Uh, I think that's such a this. brutal injury. I felt so bad when that was just terrible. It's brutal for Jalen Waddle, uh, but I think he's proved everything that he needs to already. He's going yeah. first round. He's one. He's the fastest guy in college football. Uh, so he's going to be ready for the combine for sure. But um, they just next man up. Like they're not going to miss a beat. Uh, I think they score. This is because Mississippi State's not going to score enough. I don't think they hit the uh, the over on this. Uh, I think it's going to be uh, fifty three to seven, and I I think that's generous for. For Mississippi State, honestly. Kenny? All righty. Um, the Jalen Waddle thing, that was kind of a big deal to me. I think that um, – I think Mac Jones relies on him a lot. Um, I think he looks to him anytime he's in trouble. I think he – that's his guy. That's his go-to. That's his guy. So I think that – yeah, for sure. 100% understandable. I don't think that's a knock against Mac, and I don't think that – says anything about the rest of those Alabama receivers just as incredible as they are. Um, but I think that makes them rely on the run a little more. So I'm going to take Mississippi State to cover. Um, yeah, I'll take Mississippi State to cover to 31. Um, and then I'll go ahead. I think I want to take the under as well. I think this is a low-scoring game, pretty boring, a lot of running. Uh, I got it 31-14, Alabama. I just see a lot of running. I see a slow-paced game. 
I don't see as many deep balls as you would see from Alabama when Waddle's out there. Yeah, I think I got it uh, 31-14 Alabama. Uh, I like Jalen Waddle a lot. I mean, I think he's the, the second best wide receiver coming out this year. Mm-hmm. But they got a guy right underneath him. I mean, he's not 100%. He's not a, but even if they do rely on the run, Najee Harris is going to run. If they oh, give yeah. him the ball, he's going to run for 150 yards. If they give him the run, I see him breaking off 40, 50-yard runs this game against a terrible Mississippi State defense that is going to be so gassed because their offense is going to be on three and outs all day. So uh, I don't see him. I don't see him covering on this, but I like where your head's at, though. Yeah, I I just think the um I think the Waddle thing is tough just because they're going to run the ball a ton. Um, I see them running a lot. So. Yeah, I think I think that Najee Harris scores at least two touchdowns. I'm probably going to say three touchdowns. Two on the ground, one in the air. Um, I think Mississippi State covers this on a late touchdown. Garbage yep. time touchdown. I, That's I, exactly what I'm, yeah. I don't think, 31 is just so many points. And I, I do this every week. I It's the same thing every week. And I'm just going to keep doing it until it works. Um, and then, contrary to you guys, I'm going to go with the over. I think Alabama scores at least 49 points in this game. I think Mississippi scores three touchdowns in a field goal. Man, that's, that's so a lot of points. You're, you're trusting Mississippi State to put up a lot of not necessarily because the over would get home even if they do hit four. The over's probably hitting home. Yeah, but uh, my thing is, I think I think that everyone thinks because it's Alabama that their defense is amazing and their defense is good, but that offense is explosive. And it helps their defense so much because they can just give it to Harris 10 times a drive. And yeah. he's, I mean, he, he, the dude's basically unstoppable. And Mississippi State has one of the worst defenses in college football. Right. I like, uh, I like what you guys are saying, but, man, can we just go back to the fact that they scored two points against Kentucky? Can we just go back to the fact that we're dogging on Mississippi State and they beat LSU? That's where I'd like okay. to sit for a second. All right. All right, we're going to move on after that. Moving on. Yeah. All right, so the last game, and this was actually the only uh, matchup between ranked teams this week. It is the Ohio State Buckeyes versus the Penn State Nittany Lions. This is a 7.30 kickoff. Ohio State minus 12, and the over-under is 63.5. Kenny, go ahead. Was... Okay. Wait, hold on. Can I say something? Well, you can start. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, is Nittany is anybody else think a Nittany Lion? That's just a weird mascot, right? Like I don't really know what it means. Nittany, yeah, I don't know what a Nittany Lion is. It's a ty- it's just a type of lion, but I'm just like, why this like being specific like that? It's why can't they just be but, the lion? This sounds good though. I like the way it sounds. Yeah, yeah. I like I mean iconic jerseys and helmets, so I I like it. But Penn State, I think all I got to say about them is they lost to Indiana last week. Uh. Justin Fields looks amazing. Uh, he was, I think, 21 of 22 last week. Dude is just looking every bit like the second overall quarterback. Um, I'm going, they're going to hit, they're going to beat him by more than 12. I think 
Um, Penn State, uh, they put up points on this too. So I'm going to, I think the over is going to hit. Uh, I'm think, but I think it's going to be like 45 to 27. Okay. Kenny? Yeah. I, li- I like pretty much everything you said there. Um, I think Justin Fields is 100% the second best quarterback in college football behind Mr. Coronavirus. <laughs> um, Trevor Lawrence. Who just tested positive? I don't know if you guys knew that or not. Yeah, but homeboy just tested positive. But uh, so, best wishes to him. I'm gonna make a Corona joke, but I hope he's okay. Um, yeah. So, I, yeah, I think they beat him by more than 12. I don't even think it's close. Um, I think the over hits only because Ohio State scores so many points. What was it set at 62 and a 63 half? 63 and a half. 63 and a half. Yeah, I think. I think Ohio State puts up at least 50, 50 points. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, I'll give it, I'll, I'll give it a clean 56-14 Ohio State. I think this is a slaughtering, and I think uh, Penn State gives room for Boise to sneak in there in the top 25. They are actually 25. Yeah. Yeah. I that's saw right. that this week. Yeah, I don't understand how Boise starts outside of the top 25, but. Whatever. We won't talk about that right now. But, yeah, I think uh, Penn State gets slaughtered. I think they disappear from the top 25 this week. 56-14. Gotcha. Yeah, I think uh, I think this is a molly-whopping, an ass-beating, a dick-pounding. I don't know what other phrases to use. But, yeah, I, Ohio State wins this game by at least 28 points. Um, and I think that they... Just what you guys said. I, I don't know if 56 is the number. I think that they probably... I can, I can see 49. I think that that's, that's probably a good number. And Penn State has a garbage time. Something to hit the over. I, I think I, Justin Fields is going to look great in a, in a Duval uniform next year. And I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. But, yeah. I do the beast. And... Uh, Oh, what's his name? The running back? He's not bad either. He's got a weird name. I hate Ohio why can't State. I, so why can't I think I, of his name? I, I, yeah, I we'll just call him Ohio State. We'll, we'll treat him like a um, 2007 college football game. He looks what's his like, jersey number? He looks like Zeke. Master, what's his jersey number? It's, his name is Master something. Master. What's his number? If, no, that's Zeke. I, I can't remember. We'll just call him HB number whatever. <laughs> we'll treat them like a 07 gotcha. uh, college football game. Yeah, I, I agree with you guys wholeheartedly. I think that's two locks in the same game. Double lock? Double lock. So what's our locks? Oh. We got Ohio State covering the over. Mm-hmm. We got LSU's over. We have LSU minus three. LSU minus three and then UC to cover. UC minus six yeah. and a half and the over in the Texas versus Oklahoma State game at 58 and a half. Ooh, guys, we're giving you cheese. To anybody listening, we're giving you cheese. It looks you put good $10 on, on this, my, you're rich. It looks good on paper. All right, real fast. So, it does look good first paper. game, UC versus Memphis. Um, we had all three of us, UC minus 6.5. Kenny and I took the over 55.5, and, and Mo has the under. Which uh, is practically game. a lock. Mo, he's... Second yeah. game, LSU versus Auburn. We all took LSU minus 3. 
Um, Kenny took the over 65.5, and Mo and I took the under 65.5. Which, again, game, basically a lock if I took it. Third game, Texas versus Oklahoma State. Um, Kenny took Texas plus 3.5. I don't know why. Um, Mo and I took my, uh, minus 3.5 Oklahoma State, and our consensus lock was over 58.5. All three of us had that. Fourth game, Alabama versus Mississippi State. Mo has Alabama minus 31. Kenny and I have uh, Mississippi State plus 31 on a garbage time touchdown. I took the over 63 and a half, and Mo and Kenny took the under 63 and a half. Uh, another consensus lock, Ohio State versus Penn State. Ohio State minus 12. The why that's less than two touchdowns, I don't know. And uh, the over 63 and a half was also a consensus lock. Anything else you guys want to say before we move on? Can we get Boise moved up to number to top ten? Can we get no. Boise in the top ten? We're no. looking at blatant disrespect. No. Mo, do you have anything intelligent to say? Don't I'm... don't roll your eyes, Mr. <laughs> LSU. Do not roll your eyes at my Broncos. We won the championship last year. That's all that matters. But I got a, a question. Does Justin Field break the Ohio State QB curse? No. no. No We've seen it man. before. We've I think, seen this before. Oh, yeah. JT Barrett, Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins looked like, I don't even, I, I don't know how you can look that good in college and look like that in the NFL. I did he, see he looked it. Like he, he looked like he I, did not know what position. He looked like he was playing soccer. Like he, he had no idea what, what sport he was playing. Look at any other top quarterback, period, that came out of college that actually had success in the NFL. And I'm not talking about the guys that we didn't really know that got lucky. I'm talking about the guys that we were like, that guy's actually really good. That guy is a first-round quarterback, right? Yeah. How many of those guys throw the ball 73 times against Purdue and doesn't win? Zero. Not yeah. a single one. There's not yeah. a single one. I hear you. And even the ones that, that we still haven't seen pan out, like Tua, he's making his first start. He's not throwing the ball seventy three times. I do too. I, but I'm just saying he's 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 not throwing the ball seventy three times and losing. I was gonna not say to his Purdue. name, but I didn't want to get Kenny on another rant of how good Justin Herbert is. So we'll just I think that. Oh yeah. I Let's think, get it started. Let's Justin get that wrapped up. I think he breaks the the curse. Uh he's different. He's mobile. He's very the man, oh, the man my is, god, we've heard this. Who? Haskins was not Terrell Pryor, JT Barrett, Troy Smith, JT Barrett's mobile. He has a he has a huge arm. He's accurate. He has the NFL. He played at Ohio State for like ten years. He took his master's program three times. Super accurate. We've heard it all before. Dwayne Haskins NFL accuracy. Wait, okay, real fast, real fast. Can we consider Justin Fields an Ohio State quarterback if he started at Georgia? Is he still an Ohio State quarterback? Yes. I'm not getting I into hate that. Real fast. The Real only, fast answer. The only reason why I say no is because Joe Burrow graduated from Ohio State. Justin Fields transferred from okay. and didn't graduate from Georgia. So okay. I still have right. Ohio State fans. Okay. So before we move forward, Dante Fowler should be suspended indefinitely. What happened? And so should Douglas or Whoever number 92 is for the Falcons. 
Teddy Bridgewater just went to scramble. Dante Fowler trips him. And then as he's hitting the ground, 92 kills him. Is that Brady? Jared, helmet to helmet. Nah, it looks like it looked like it ended in like Harris or something. Mm. Both of them should be suspended indefinitely. Is he hurt? Yes. I thought you didn't like Teddy Bridgewater. We won't get into that. He wears two gloves. It's immature. (laughs) It's very immature. Okay. All right. We're moving on to NFL. Anything else? Real fast. Anything else? We good? No, we're good. We're good. Okay. Mo? I'm good. Okay. All right. NFL time. All right. To start off the slate, we have the Patriots who just, I don't know. Don't start. Don't Don't you guys. Let someone say it. All I need is one person to say, I'll hang this call up right now. The Patriots versus the Buffalo Bills, 1 o'clock. Pats plus 3.5, Bills minus 3.5. Over-under is 41.5. I'll start with you, Mo, because I know Kenny has a lot to say. The Patriots just have been on a down-world spiral. Uh, Cam Newton, he looked really good. Um, but ever since he got Corona, he's been off three weeks. Uh, I don't think you can expect a quarterback to come back looking pristine after that. Um, in a new but, system. In a new yeah, system. I, right. I think, I think personally, Cam Newton does get back this year, but it won't be against, uh, against the Bills. I think the Bills win this. Uh, I think they do uh, hit that uh, 3.5, that 3.5. Um, I think this game – is going to be 21 to um, tw- uh, 24 to 17. I don't really think that's going to be high scoring or anything like that. But uh, well, you're right on the 41. So yeah, I you're don't hit the under. They, yeah, I don't think they hit that uh, hit that over. I just don't see the Patriots scoring enough, and they can run against this Bills defense, but they just they don't have the Damian Harris isn't going to run, and uh, Cam Newton, he's not the same right now, so I don't just don't see him rushing for all that much. Okay. Kenny? All right, let's get into it. So, I do we're already at We're already at 41 minutes, so we can't have, like, a whole 15-minute lecture. So, go ahead. I, I'm curious to, to see it. what you have to say. 15 minutes seems short, anyway. So, um. If we're looking at it, I think I think the Bills are the better team, and I don't even think that's close. I don't even think that's questionable. Um, Teddy Bridgewater definitely has a concussion, so that's not good. Um, I think the Bills. Was it a flag? Was there a flag? If there was not, he there should be. Um, but I think the Bills crushed that. Yeah, he's ejected. The Bills crushed that, so I think they win by at least ten. P.J. Walker's going in, not even Will Greer. Can we get excited for a second? Anyway, yeah, um, Cam just didn't look great last week. There's no other way to put it. He did not look great. He, um, yeah. So I think uh, I think the Bills kill it. I think their defense exploits the fact that Edelman isn't there anymore. He's gonna be out for a while with his. He just had a knee procedure. Yeah. Seems pretty random. Does he do that if Tom Brady's there? No. Does he do a mid-season knee procedure if Tom Brady's the quarterback? No. Okay. So, so that just takes away from a takes away another weapon from an offense that isn't loaded. Um. So yeah, I think uh, I think the Bills cover. 
I have to agree. I think the under hits, I got it 27-13, Buffalo. That was actually exactly what I was going to say. Um, yeah, Bills minus three and a half. After that, after that game last week, I everybody was saying going into that game last week that the Bill Belichick team hasn't lost twice in a row and blah, 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 but Tom Brady's not there anymore. And with Edelman Hurt, they just don't – there's no weapons on that team. There's just no weapons. And you can't yeah. blame for that – so many people are down on Cam, and I, and Josh McDaniels doesn't help the fact because he calls plays directed towards Cam's running ability. But when you sit and you only throw 13 passes, it, it's hard to get in a rhythm. And Cam needs to get in that rhythm down the field. And I think if they get behind in this game, then I think Cam succeeds because they're just going to have to throw the ball. They're going to have to throw the ball more and – uh, hopefully he's just dink and dunk until he gets in a rhythm because he looked like really bad last week. So Bill's minus three and a half. I'm really surprised that's that close. And then it's the, um, the Bills haven't been hot. So that's not. Yeah, like, they played really bad against the Titans. I watched that yeah. whole game. They played really bad against they the played Titans. bad against the Jets. Yeah. Yeah. That How do you true. not I've, score yeah. one touchdown? Six field goals. Um, I think the overhits, I think the Patriots uh, score a garbage time touchdown, and I think it ends up 28-17. Bills. Anything else on uh, this one? Um, yeah, the, the prop bet uh, of this game that I like a lot, uh, Josh Allen rushing for over uh, 37 and a half yards. Um, this Patriots defense is so bad against the run, it's insane. Um, what was that number? I'm sorry, Mo. What was that number? 30, 37 and a half, and a half. which okay. he's hit over 37 and a half rushing yards three times this season already. Uh, and I think that they're going to ask, the Bills are going to ask Josh Allen to maybe a couple quarterback draws, a couple designed runs for him. I think he smashes that and gets at least 50 yards for us in this game just because the defense isn't what it used to be. Kenny? Yeah. Um, yeah, the Bills. The, the thing about the Bills, though, that Titans game, the Titans had three weeks to prepare. They pretty much knew who they were coming back against. Um, so when you have three weeks to prepare, you can just see the difference between a Thursday night game and a Sunday game, just yeah. those extra three days of preparation, what that does for a team. So if you take that and add two more full weeks onto it, um, I think that explains a lot of what was going on with the Titans because Buffalo wasn't focused on Tennessee three weeks out. Um, But I think Tennessee's Corona break, I think that really gave them an advantage to really know what was going on and really be able to focus in on Buffalo because they knew they pretty much they weren't for sure but they pretty much knew when they would be coming back and who they would be coming back against so I think that definitely played a huge part in that game and why it looked the way it did yep I, I agree but there's no explanation too, for the Jets game. exactly that's like what was that what I was gonna get at. I yeah I, I I hear you I didn't really think of it like that but I, I hear you for sure and yeah it was bad last week um Okay, so that's a lock, though. Bills minus three and a half. Uh, second game. 
Second game is the Indianapolis Colts versus the Detroit Lions. One o'clock kickoff. Uh, the Colts are minus two and a half, and the over-under is at 50. Uh, Mo, you started last time, so Kenny, you have... Um, over under at 50. I do like that one because I don't trust these defenses a whole lot, especially late in games. I think both of these defenses have showed tremendous holes late in the third throughout through the end of the game. Um, it said Colts six and a half, right? Two and a half. Two and a half. I think the Colts eat that up. Um, the the Lions just don't have a sustainable secondary to deal with all the weapons, and they don't have a a defense to really control the run game and Jonathan Taylor. So I think the Colts eat that up 31, 21. I think the Colts win that one. Well, uh, I also think the Colts win. I think they cover. Um, I think they're finally going to be in a game where uh, Taylor can actually get the ball. Um, he hasn't gotten the ball a lot lately just because they've been winning or having to throw against the Bengals for some reason. So uh, I think that they win. Uh, I think it's 30-21. Uh, so I think they just hit that uh, just hit that over. Um, and my prop bet for this game, uh, some reason T.Y. Hilton, uh, they have him at four and a half receptions. Uh, he's only done that one time all year. Uh, Trust so, me, I know. Yeah, even against even against bad uh, secondaries like the Cleveland Browns, the man's only catching three balls. The uh, Philip Rivers isn't the the guy he used to be. Not even uh, close. Yeah, so I think he doesn't hit that four and a half. I don't think he catches five passes this whole game. So I think that's a that's a lot for sure. All right. Um, I actually I, I love this game. I think that you can make some money on this game. I think Phillip Rivers is a below-average quarterback. I think that he's, I would say, 17-20 to 20 in the league right now. Um, I think this Lions offense, after getting Galladay back, I just I feel like they're so much more explosive. Galladay is a beast. He's so underrated. Um, I like DeAndre Swift. He dropped that touchdown early in the season, but since then he's been he's been doing doing better. That game um, winner. Yeah. Um, yeah, that lost me money. Um, where was I? Oh, yeah. Um, I actually love Lions money line. I think that the Lions went on a field goal, Matt Prater, at the end of the game. And I think the under hits, I think this is... I think this is 24 to 21 Lions dub, but I'll take the points. And the under. Matt, and a prop bet that I that I really like. I don't know what what the what it's set at. No, you might be able to tell me this, but what is uh you know Matthew Stafford's touchdown passes is set at right now? Um, all right. What was the question? Matthew Stafford touchdown passes. You can look that up and let me know later. But I, I like that one a lot. I I don't like this Colts defense. I think that they've played really really bad teams, and when they play a good offense, I just don't see them see them playing as well as they've looked so far. Yeah, I agree with that, too. We have no locks on this game for the first time tonight. Nope. Lions money line. I, I like it. They might be up 21 points, and they'll still find a way to lose. Shout out, Nick. Love you, Nick. <laughs> All right. Uh, third game. 
is the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Baltimore Ravens. I think this is going to be the best game of the weekend and maybe the best game of the entire NFL season. Um, this is a 1 o'clock kickoff, and it is Ravens minus 4. I I won't start on that, but uh, the over-under is set at 46.5, Ravens minus 4. Mo, you're starting. Oh, man. So, one, best robbery in football. I don't even think it's close. Uh, Steelers versus Ravens. I don't know how the Ravens have uh, are minus four. I don't see them hey, even winning the game. Uh, Pittsburgh I doesn't think, play well in Baltimore. Okay, but there's no fans. You don't have to worry about fans this season. Um, I think negative, uh, or I think that they win this game. Um, the Steelers, I don't correct? Think, yeah, yeah, I think the Steelers win this game. I don't think that it hits that over. Um, I think that this game... Uh, is going to be uh, 17 to 10. I don't see Lamar Jackson oh. being able to do what he does, uh, and he's not been as accurate this season. Um, that de- that Steelers defense is is one of the best, if not the best, in football right now. The Ravens defense is right up there too with them. So uh, I think it's low scoring game. Um, field goals is going to win this one. Uh, my prop bet for this one um, is the under for 40 points. I know this uh, it's 46 and a half, but uh, if you go in and you can uh, pick different lines, uh, I think if you pick the under for 40 points, you can win some great money here. Uh, on average, these teams, when they play each other, they only average the Ravens average 20 points against the Steelers. The Steelers average nine and a half points against the, uh, against the Ravens. And that's going back 22 games. So I don't see them winning or I don't see uh, them hitting over 40 points this game. That was the best analysis I think I've ever seen. Bro. That, that was I'm impressive. Here. That was impressive. I'm here for it. All right, Kenny? Um, I would have to agree. I think – or disagree. I think the only way the Steelers win this game is if they put up points. Uh, I don't think they win a low-scoring game against Baltimore just because of how good Baltimore's defense has been this year. Um, so I do have the Ravens winning – but I have the Steelers covering. Um, I've got this one 2017 Baltimore. Um, I just don't see the Steelers winning a low-scoring game against Baltimore. Um, I think Lamar has been great when he needs to be. Um, he's still on pace to run for damn near 1,000 yards this season. So, yeah, I got uh, Baltimore winning, and I got the Steelers covering. And the under, correct. And the under. Uh, does Mark Ingram being out not uh, scare you at all? No, because they still have two JK running backs. Dobbins is better than Mark Ingram anyway. Um, I believe Mark Ingram's still having a great year as far as um, yards per carry. I think he's still averaging more yards per carry than J.K. Dobbins, but they still have um, Gus Edwards, who has yeah, more touch yeah. than J.K. Dobbins does this year. Yep. Yeah. So I think uh, I think they're fine. Um, I think three running, three running, three rushers is more than enough in the NFL right now. Um, so yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 that doesn't Mark Ingram being out. It's 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 somewhat of a hit, but I don't think it's um I don't think it affects the game plan too much. Um yeah, the best part of the Steelers defense is their front seven. Uh, the Ravens love to run the ball. We all know this. Um. It was Devin Bush that got hurt, correct? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think he got 
he got hurt before the Titans game. Yeah. So he so that uh that middle linebacker that they got played very well against Derrick Henry. Yeah, which so would surprise me as well. Yeah. So I know yeah. Derrick Henry and Lamar Jackson are different types of runners, but he's still a very athletic uh linebacker. And I think that that front seven can disrupt uh, Lamar Jackson and what, what he wants to do. He's yeah, a young guy. What'd you say, Kenny? Was... He's a young guy, right? Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, I think uh, I think seeing that much misdirection coming from um coming from Baltimore is gonna really mess with them. I think that'll really affect how a young guy sees the game. Yeah. Um, I I have on Steelers money line here. Uh, they're undefeated. I I just don't understand how they're undefeated and they're not favored. They're away. I I get that, but I, I just I don't know. Um, Lamar Jackson has just struggled to be accurate with the football, and the way that you can attack the Steelers defenses with their secondary, and I just don't see Lamar. I I see them running the ball a little bit, but I I just don't see him picking apart that defense. Um, I also have the under. I I think that's probably the best bet of the week is the under. That's two locks in this game, too, by the way. But um, I I love – I have to agree. I think it's going to be 17-14 Steelers. I just don't see this. I I like that under 42 because – I just don't – I think this is a bloodbath. I, I think that there's probably going to be a lot of injuries after this game just because both these teams hit hit hard and they're just not conditioned. Neither team's had an offseason. Neither team's conditioned for this type of football yet, I don't think. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. So that's two That's two locks, Steelers plus four and under 46.5. Uh, we're kind of running long on time, so we'll – Pick it up here. Um, New Orleans, no, game number four, New Orleans Saints and Chicago Bears, 425 kickoff. It is Saints minus four and a half, and the over-under is 43 and a half. Mo, go ahead. Uh, I like the Saints on this one. Um, Nick Foles is not the guy. Um, I think Mitchell Trubisky was better anyways, but uh, I don't think uh, they do anything against the Saints defense. I think they smother them. I think it's going to be a slow death for the Bears uh, right now, and Matt Nagy should be fired. Um, I got the Saints covering. I think it's going to be um, uh, 28 to 14, so I do have them hitting that over. Um, but uh, my prop for this one, um, for some reason, Matt Nagy hates his running backs. He doesn't. Uh, I don't think that um, Montgomery hits the 51 and a half rushing yards for this game. I. He's not even averaging that this season, and he's only hit oh he's only hit that. Uh, he he was kept over under fifty one and a half yards per game four out of the seven games this year already. So I it's think also the line. offensive line too. That offensive line is probably the worst in football. It's it's yeah. embarrassingly bad. What was your over under? What did you say your score was? Uh, twenty eight fourteen. Is that is that hitting that uh, forty five no, and a half? That's forty one. That's 41. under. All right, then I'm uh, I'm gonna go with obviously the under. I don't think that is gonna. Uh, uh, I just don't see the Bears putting up any points now. Yep. All right, Kenny. Um, I agree with most of it. I I, I got the score pretty similar, but I think we hit that over. Um, I think it's 31-17, New Orleans. Um, as much as people want to bash on Drew Brees, he's been 
consistent, and he hasn't turned the ball over a lot. Um, and he's put his defense in pretty good situations. So, and I think with how electric Alvin Kamara is, I think the Saints light it up. Um, I think it's Drew Brees' best game of the year so far. And I think um, with Nick Foles still starting, I think uh, I think I think it's, he just looks awful. He looks the worst he's looked, um, and it really goes downhill for him. So I got the Saints covering, and I got the over 31-17 New Orleans. Okay. Um, I have to agree on the Saints minus four and a half. Um, that's a lock. I, I just Nick Foles looks bad. That Bears defense is tough, but uh, Nick Foles, that offensive line is terrible. Allen Robinson's the best offensive player they have, and they can't get him the damn ball. So that's the offensive line, that's the running game, and that's Nick Foles all kind of combined. Um, I think that this is. I think this is one of the lowest scoring games in the league this year. I think that this is 17 to 10 New Orleans. Anything else? Mm-mm. No. no. All right. Uh, last game, San Francisco 49ers and the Seattle Seahawks 425 kickoff. It is Seattle minus three, and the over/under is 54. Kenny. Um, Seattle and who? 49ers, right? Yes, sir. I think that's blatant disrespect to Seattle. Um, I think the defense has been put in a lot of tough t- situations and a lot of tough teams this year. I think that defense is better than people think. Um, I think they have a really good game against San Francisco with the injuries they have. And Jimmy not being able to throw the ball, I think they get out to a good lead early, probably 17 nothing, and then force San Francisco to play catch-up. Um, I think this one's a little closer, but I still got Seattle covering. Uh, got this one 34-24, Seattle. Well, uh, I have to disagree with Kenny. I still got the Seahawks winning, um, but... I think that 49ers or that Hawks defense is just horrible, man. It's not good at all. Bottom three, um, they can't, they couldn't stop a nosebleed, man. They, in that run game for the 49ers, no matter who's back there, uh, he's just a, they're, they all, they all eat. So uh, I think they win this one. Um, I think I'm going to have it at a push. Uh, I think it's 30 24. Uh, for this one, Seahawks, but uh, my prop bet, DK, didn't have a lot of, uh, didn't have, he got locked down by Patrick Peterson last week. I think uh, he comes out angry. I think Russell Wilson just throws him the ball no matter what. Uh, the prop bet is 71 and a half yards. I think he tears that up and gets at least 125 this week. Wow. What was your, what was your score? I'm sorry. Um, 30-24. Yeah, 30-24. So both the spread and the over/under is going to push. Is what you're telling me? Yep. That's what I. That's what I think. At least. You're a crazy man. Okay. Um, I have to agree with Kenny. I, when Jamal Adams comes back, that defense will be a lot better. But I, I don't think that it's terrible. I think they've played some good teams. It's definitely not good. Don't don't get me wrong there. It's definitely not good. But it's not as bad as people think. Um. I think this is 
Seahawks minus three is also, I think, a little disrespectful to the Seahawks. Um, I love that DK prop bet, by the way. And I think the over hits for sure here. I think 54 is a little low. That 49ers defense is banged up. I, I think Russell Wilson just has a field day on that defense. Um, I have it 35 to 24, Seattle. All right, uh, that's all 10. Mo, you got all your props, correct? Yep. Yeah. Um, all right, anything we, else? I'll yeah. start with Kenny. Were we able to see the um the prop bet for touchdowns? Or um, who'd you ask oh, about? For Stafford? Yeah, for Stafford. That's all right. Were we able we'll to see that? that? We'll throw that on there later. Yeah. We'll put that in the description. Yep. Right. Because I think I, I I agree with Brennan. I think I think you can eat that one up. I think he throws three or four that game. Yep, I agree. I, and I, I don't know. I, I don't I don't necessarily agree. Uh, Stafford he played one of the worst defenses last week in Atlanta, and he didn't he didn't do that against them. But if you want to go yards, I think that he he crushes uh, yards. I don't know what it is, but I don't think it could be more than what Atlanta had, which was three uh, was three hundred for Stafford against the Atlanta uh, Falcons. So. I think he I think he eats that. So Okay. Uh Kenny, final thoughts. Um, let's get Boise in the top fifteen. Uh, I figured it was gonna be either that or Cam Newton, so I'm LSU, glad it was Boise. Mississippi State. Um that it? LSU losing to Mississippi State. I I don't know what else much more we can talk about. <laughs> Mo. All right. Uh the only thing I got to say is we're not professional betters, so uh, take everything that we say with a grain of salt. But uh, I really like our prop bets uh, today, and uh, I think you can definitely win some money if uh, if you, one, listen to what we say, but if you, uh, two, just go with what, what you think also. So, uh, like I said, we're not professional sharks, but we know a little bit, and uh, I feel like we can speak on this topic for sure. Yep. All right. So last thing, we'll go through the locks really fast one more time. UC minus six and a half, LSU minus three, over 58 and a half, Texas and Oklahoma State. Nothing in the Alabama game. OSU, Penn State, Ohio State minus 12. I think that's probably the second best bet of the weekend. And then Mm -hmm. over 63 and a half in that game is probably the best bet on Saturday. That's Ohio State is just going to blow them out of the water. Um, Bills minus three and a half is a lock. Um, Steelers plus four is a lock. How they're not favored and they're undefeated, I don't understand it. Um, the under 46 and a half in that game. Saints minus four and a half. And then all of our prop bets. All right. I think that concludes week one. Anything else? No, sir. That's all I got. Tune in. This should be out probably tomorrow, I would say, once we get everything going on. Our YouTube channel, The Mildly Dramatic Podcast. And uh, we'll have a new episode of our podcast, episode two, probably be out late Sunday night, early Monday morning. Is that right, Kenny? Thinking around that? Okay. Sweet.
So yeah, check that out. Uh, search Spotify, the Mildly Dramatic Podcast, and then uh, should be on iTunes here soon. That's just uh, it's a circus, but well, yeah, yeah. This uh, this betting podcast is not part of the Mildly uh, Dramatic Podcast episode thing. This is just a side thing that we uh, like to talk about as friends. So yeah, um, be able to find it under the name. Yeah. Same. It's going to be a whole separate series. We'll put it in a whole separate thing on our YouTube channel and uh, on our Twitter account, too. So, um, yeah, we're going to hopefully be doing this every Friday. It's just it's it's fun just sitting here and talking sports with you guys. It's, that's what we enjoy doing. And to put out a little bit more content than just our podcast is pretty cool. So sure. uh, I enjoyed it. And we went for an hour and eight minutes when we were supposed to go for a half an hour. But that's OK. It's tough when you're talking about sports, man. Yep, yeah. I agree. It's hard to do that. All right. If we're good, I'm good. All righty, guys. All right, All right homies. Peace. Thanks for having me. Deuces.